the spaceship was born. That's a pretty huge deal. From something so negative as weapons and war, it's kind of incredible that something so inspiring like space travel came out of it, right? Without these rockets, we never would have gotten so high up off of the Earth. And in fact, that happened for the first time in October 4th of 1957, Sputnik 1 was launched, and it purposefully got so high that it left Earth and orbited. It was the first artificial satellite. You could tune in on your radio and hear it go beep, beep, beep. It was really neat, Uh, but also terrifying. And in the United States went into this whole kind of space fever where they didn't know what was gonna happen. And it was this new uncharted territory. Imagine discovering that you could put a ship in the ocean for the first time and the people that you had, you know, that you were fighting or Cold War fighting, I guess, were the first ones to do it. You'd freak out. So this is kind of the same. November 3rd, 1957, Laika, who is a dog, was launched into space with Sputnik 2. And then on April 12th, 1961, Vostok 1 was launched when Russian Lieutenant Yuri Gagarin became the first human to orbit Earth. It was a 108-minute flight. He went 202 miles. It was crazy. April 12th, 1961 is still known as Yuri's Night today, and people all over the world celebrate it. Though at the time, again, really freaky because the United States didn't really have their space act together quite. Then in July of 1958, we founded the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA. It had a budget of $89 million, which in today's money would be about $736 million. And Alan Shepard was launched into space a few years later in 1961. He was the first American in space. And in the same year, May of 1961, JFK said to a joint session of Congress, I believe this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. And to try not to slip into a JFK accent that would have been really bad because it's tough. But in 1962, John Glenn became the first American to orbit the earth. Of course, Russians had already done that. So we had to top him somehow. So we started heading to the moon. Um, Eventually, July 20th of 1969, we achieved our goal. Neil Armstrong took... Uh, it piloted Apollo 11 all the way to the moon. Of course, we went around the moon. We had to go step by step, but this is a brief history. Most of this stuff, I assume a lot of you know. The Apollo program at that point was spending about $5.9 billion uh, a year. NASA in general spending $5.9 billion a year. That was its peak budget. That would be $41 billion today. Um, and he got there and he stepped out onto the moon's surface and he said, one small step for a man one giant leap for mankind. The radio cut out the A, but it was there. Eventually, we got really good at going to space. We could get to space pretty easily, or so it seemed. We got so good at going to space that when the Challenger disaster happened in January of 1986, we were surprised. People were surprised. Not necessarily NASA. They were always worried, but the public was shocked because we got really good. Space became something we just visited all the time. The first space station was put up in 1971. Mir was up there in 1986. And now the ISS, which was put up in in 1998, and it's still going today. Private space companies are even going up there now. And yet space is still really, really dangerous, and it's still really far away. Space is 100 kilometers up, or about 62 miles. That's the Kármán line. And someone had to decide that that became space because it's not clear. The atmosphere doesn't just stop. It's very fuzzy boundary. So at 62 miles up, now you're in space. And let me tell you, that is a tough 62 miles. 
It's basically when a hard vacuum begins to affect matter differently, and that matter is sometimes us. Let's talk about the people that have to rise.